are. <laughs> I'm Casey, aka not Rachel, and I have here Caroline. Woo! And we have here Amber. Hello, I'm Amber. You may okay. have seen me before. Just a little bit. And you may notice if you're watching on YouTube, she's also hashtag Team Golly, hashtag Hickam for Hope Valley. Which is his slogan for when he runs for mayor. And if you were wondering, I'm super Hickam for Hope Valley. This is Ooh. a Hickam Valley t shirt that everyone should buy. Of course. Or just like share pictures of and support. Yeah. Because it's, you know, the most important thing to me at this moment in time. <laughs> or you can get stickers. Oh, dude, get some stickers. They're or the mug. Best. Mm-hmm. Or, or anything. There's so many things. Unfortunately, you can't get a blanket. I looked oh, and I wanted one. <laughs> so disappointing. But where can you get a Hickam for Mayor shirt, Amber? You can get it by going to our merch store, which is hallmarkiespodcast.com slash store. Or you can go to tpublic.com slash hallmarkies. Boom. So many there ways. You go. Yeah. Also, I guarantee you there's going to be a link in the description. Guaranteed. And we're starting now because 2020 is an election year and we want hashtag pick them for mayor. That's going to be our goal. It's going to be our campaign for the yeah, year 2020 exactly. starting and six like, months early. On the feedback show, Lisa mentioned that she thought it would be so funny if people just started posting these Hickam for mayor posters all around town in their various towns and people started being like yeah i really support hickam for mayor in like their actual real local elections so come on you guys yeah let's do this <laughs> yeah that would be a totally fun way to evangelize and get more hearties <laughs> right <laughs> yes all right you guys so last night was the season finale of the most dramatic season of One Calls the Heart. Most dramatic for so many different ways. Yeah, most dramatic, most dramatic on and off screen. I was say on and off. <laughs> on and off screen. And, you know, in going with the most dramatic theme, like they do on The Bachelor, we will discover who Elizabeth gave her rose to. Kind of. <laughs> But before we jump into that, yeah, we and have... you guys, just so you know, there was a lot of prep work that went into discussing that, so just be prepared. Just be prepared, <laughs> y'all. But first things first, we got to talk about the ma- little man of the hour, Baby JJ. Baby JJ, aka Baby Jack, aka Little Jack, aka Jack. the cutest baby ever, <laughs> aka adorableness. So. The episode starts off with Julie Wait, did they arriving. say the baby's middle name? Just real quick. Oh. Whatever no. Jack's middle name is. Did they, did they say it, though? When the christening happened? Because I do not remember. I, so. I just heard Jack. Little Jack. That's what they call him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see you. I see you when calls the heart. Now we need to Google what Jack's middle name was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we start off with baby JJ's baptism, and Julie arrives in town, and she is little Jack's, JJ's godmother. 
And she was so funny this episode. Um, when she was going to watch JJ by herself, we call her call him JJ on the podcast. Nobody else calls him JJ, but <laughs> Casey and I do. Yeah, um, Jack Junior, JJ, Jack Junior, aka LJ. We could call him LJ. Oh, well, you'll know who we're talking about if it's about the baby. <laughs> when he was sleeping, and she was like, "I was thinking about waking him up," and Elizabeth gave her that look. It was so funny to me. That was, <laughs> that was pretty funny. I need more Charlotte Hagel in my life. For real. In One Calls the Heart. Yeah. Like, not even just in One Calls the Heart. Like, just put her in more things. Yeah. She's Canadian. Make it happen. I'm actually what not sure it? she's Canadian. She's Canadian. She she's is, from Toronto. Yeah. yeah. See, you guys are just... Oh, wait. She's from Toronto? Mm-hmm. Not Vancouver? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. She has to travel to get there. She could but do One Hope Calls. Exactly. She can do One Hope Calls because they shoot that in Toronto. They do. There you go. Because I know I was like, <laughs> these things. <laughs> Anyways, yes, we need more Charlotte Hagel. And she needs to be a part of Hope Valley. Bring back um, Julie for Has- season seven. Hashtag starts today. Yes. Yeah. So she is Little Jack's auntie. And do we think this is a reshoot? Mm-hmm. I think Do we so. think she was originally in the episode at all? So, you know. I don't think so. Because I follow her on Twitter, and she says she wasn't in season six. At the beginning of mm. um, the season in, in February. And then all of a sudden, she's back. So, I think that was a reshoot mm. to me. So, you know, somebody else's loss is... Julie's gain for sure but honestly that was like I think it was the, perf- it was the yeah. perfect answer too yeah, yeah I think so for sure because who else I mean she Julie and Elizabeth were so close it, it only be fitting for her to be the godmother you know mm-hmm. I just so. wish Jack's brother was there too that would have been neat Tom yeah that would everybody been loves Tom everyone wants Tom back blah 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 but I don't want to waste t- Hickam time on Tom. <laughs> Ooh, this is true. That is true. This is true. Tom like, can seriously. just keep selling the tires. Speak for real, Caroline. If you mm-hmm. had to choose between a Hickam mm-hmm. storyline and getting Jack's brother back, what would you pick? Hickam. Sorry. <laughs> okay, no, it's the right answer. <laughs> I agree. I completely agree. I 100% Hickam. Hickam has been there since day one. Mm-hmm. just about so um another thing too that was interesting to me about this episode was that we had a new pastor kind mm. of come to town and pastor simon he does the the um the baptism for baby jj uh, i was a little sad it wasn't pastor frank because you know he was kind of a part of hope valley at one point it would have been nice to see familiar face i mean i wasn't heartbroken or anything i was just kind of like oh okay that would have been a good opportunity but it's pastor simon who does the baptism and um we see that there are godparents bill and julie and then Mm -hmm. the guardians which are um rosemary and lee and so we've discovered that the godparents are wants to raise them in religious Mm -hmm. 
ways, I guess. And then the guardians are to take over in the event of an untimely death. Mm-hmm. So found that interesting. I ha- I had guardian and godparents growing up, so. Okay. Um, I mean, you probably still have them. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't need them anymore. Fair. That's I don't fair. think. I don't think. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I never had any, so that was me. So, yeah. I can't even think who my parents would have picked. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. Definitely wouldn't have enough choice to have separate people be guardians and godparents. We would have bundled for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Got a two-in-one deal over there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I also noticed in this scene with the baptism, there's a lot of Mm close-ups. I read on Twitter CGI, but I don't think it was. I think there was complete reshoot. Mm-hmm. I think they honestly got lucky that Jack Wagner was already filming Whiting March 5 in Canada mm-hmm. when this whole thing happened. So they didn't have to like do any extra, you know, finagling. Um, but yeah, the whole baptism thing was super sweet. Yeah. And I don't, I don't feel like there was any computer wizardry there. I feel mm-hmm. like that was all 100% just reshot. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I agree. Because if you're going to, like, if you're going to have people there to film, like, the portions of the scene, it's probably not that hard to just film the rest of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't even a very long scene, and there wasn't a lot of dialogue. Yeah. There was a lot of, I will, I will, I will. Lots of questions. And you'll notice, like, the pastor had a lot of voiceover, too, mm-hmm. with those, with um, him talking to Julie and Bill. Well, you can, oh. like, whenever Julie was in the scene, baby Jack wasn't in the scene. You know what I mean? Like, his face wasn't shown. Oh. Because he's probably, like, a 45-year-old baby now. <laughs> I think he's, like, over a year old now. So. Yeah. They, like, yeah, I mean, that's just saying he he, he's over he'll, old, he'll yeah. have grown mm-hmm. significantly, so. Yeah. They did a so. good job, though. I'm very yeah, impressed. I was, I was not distracted, and you know I look for these things. Mm-hmm. No elbows. I could have sworn I saw the top of Lori Lachlan's head. I could have sworn I saw it. Very, 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 like, like a skimming of her head. In the church? Where? In the church. They, they, they pan the church and they zoom up on the pastor. And like, I could have sworn I saw her head, like in the mm-hmm. front row. Okay. But it was so quick. I, I'm going to go back. I'm going to slow-mo it. And if I do this and if I can screenshot it, I will. Yes. Okay, like, but if you look at that side? same shot and there's not a Cody head, then it's not, and you're just wrong because Cody would be there if Lori was there. But Cody would have been short. Mm-hmm. You could have seen his head. Well, I mean, yeah. also they haven't been as judicious of cutting out the tops of Cody's head. Ooh. Should we go into that next, or should we wait? No, it's fine. I mean, it it doesn't matter. He like I don't okay. I didn't see him in this episode. Oh, oh, I've seen him in past episodes. Oh, I thought you saw him at the carnival. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, where? Anyways. Anyways, any other last thoughts about the baptism before we move on? I just thought that the pastor was sweet. Like, I, 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 maybe he will come back for season seven. I would love for that pastor guy to be a Santa Claus. Oh, he would be a good yeah, Santa. Yeah, he would be a good Santa. He would. All right. 
And so the next thing we have here is the library. The infamous library. <laughs> I know everyone's so. excited about the library. I'm still always going to be like, um, priorities mean let's get Rosemary a theater before we have a library, but you know, that ship has sailed, so I'll just have to... Season seven. Season seven. Season seven. There's still hope for season seven. But Caroline, what did you think about the library since you're a fan? I was excited, like, and seeing how happy Elizabeth was, and I like seeing, like, Lucas helping, but, like, he wasn't really helping because he was messing things up. I thought that was cute. Yeah. Did you guys notice the exchange of looks between Nate and Lucas in the library? Hmm. Well, this is, the, this is the, my interpretation of all of those things, too, by the way. I feel like Nathan just, like, looks over, and then Lucas is like, yeah, yeah, bro. And then yeah. Nathan's like, oh, my, I guess. <laughs> like, that's how I interpret it. Am yeah, I he was like, look, look at me. Like, that's, that was what Lucas was like, hey. Like, with her. Look at how parental I can be. Mm -hmm. And Nathan's like, okay, I'm just gonna go back over here raising this kid that I'm in charge of. <laughs> like, like, I honestly kind of feel like Nathan doesn't have time for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and Lucas is like, team win. I'm gonna win. That's just Lucas. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I I'm projecting my own feelings about this moment. <laughs> that's, just, that's just what I saw. Yeah, I kind of saw a little bit of that. I saw a lot of, like, kind of a set bro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, just bro time? You guys just saw bro time? In in the library, I saw kind of a set bro kind of thing. Huh. But there was, like, an underlying thing, like, they're real. I don't think they realized it before as much. They may have had an mm. inkling of, like, okay, I think Elizabeth's pretty. I also think Elizabeth's pretty. Hmm. Oh, I think he might, he might, mm, you know, and there's like this thing like, mm, I'm not really sure what this is. And then I think at the library, that was what, that was the springboard for both Nathan and Lucas to realize that they're both after the same girl. I, I get that. And they were like, hey, Mr. Steal Your Girl, what are you doing around my girl? Like that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of. Kind of a springboard for that. And did, I, you notice, did you notice the way um, Lucas looked at Nate when he was holding baby Jack in the um, reception scene, too? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I, I have too. a lot of feelings about the way that people were looking at Nate while he was doing that. Because people just, everyone was just looking at him, and nobody was like, what is he doing? And nobody was like, <laughs> That guy is so funny. Everyone was oh, just kind of so like, cute. hmm, peculiar, I suppose. Carson's well, face was so funny. Yeah, what was Carson's face doing? <laughs> His face was throwing some shade, apparently. Yeah, right? <laughs> Why was he like that? I have some thoughts that we can go into later. But, or we can go into them now because we're talking about it and this is fun. <laughs> okay, well, okay. So it, it fast forwards to the strongman competition. Oh, yes, okay. Yes, yes. I mean, I know that it has not been really talked about in the show, but we've talked about how we we feel Carson and Elizabeth. And I was like watching the strongman contest and it was like, there's Nate. He doesn't do a great job. And then they're like, 
boom, there's Nate. And we're like, Nate, you almost got it. You're so close. You're the best choice. And then Lucas comes up all swagger and sass. And he's like, uh, remind you that I have this. And then he's just like, thoink, not as good. And it was, <laughs> that was so funny. And then Carson shows up and he's like, pardon me. I am a man with gigantic arms. Kablooey, he wins. But what if this is a secret Easter egg for how the Elizabeth thing's going to go? Which is, we Ooh. think that it is just going to be Nathan versus Lucas. And it's looking like Nathan's probably the better candidate. But in the end, it turns out that it's Carson all along. And then I can retweet the tweet that I tweeted out in 2018 that Carson was supposed to be with Elizabeth all this time and I was the prophetess. I would, I, I'm just so in for that. That would be, a, that would be an awesome way mm-hmm. for season seven to go. And I, mean, I, I kind of see it more like, okay, season seven, it's going to look like things are getting pretty serious with Lucas mm-hmm. and then... Oh, I mean, not Lucas, with Nathan, and then, oh, no. And then season eight's going to be like, maybe she's going to be with Lucas, oh, no. And then season nine's going to be like, bam, Carson. That's my, yeah. that's my And you know what? Before Team Infirmary, like, shoots us all. It's okay. We have a plan. So Faith has always liked a Mountie. She always yeah. told Elizabeth, bring me a Mountie. Nathan. And we have Nate. So... Faith. I mean, sure, we Faith. haven't seen them interact Faith. at all, but let's but, see. And before you possible. say, but like, Carthen, Carson and Faith are together right now. People date, but don't get married. That is a thing that is in, true. Like, mm-hmm. in life. And it's fine. I mean, all they've, they've just kissed like four times and are super weird about it, I guess, but whatever. But I'm just saying, yeah. what if, you guys, what if this is the prophecy oh. of the strongman competition? Or, and Faith could be with Hickam. Uh, or Faith can be with Hickam, yeah. Everybody knows that the answer is everyone should be with Hickam. Elizabeth yeah. should be with Hickam. I mean, I really want Elizabeth with Hickam. I'm going to be honest. I was going to say, but too. nobody will let it happen because everyone's rude and hates me. So I'll set her for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Anyone else. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. Anyone else. Team Hickam. Hashtag Team Hickam. We love Hickam around here. I don't know if you guys can tell, but we do. <laughs> we maybe we should probably just change our podcast to like the Hickam Markies podcast. Hickam Markies, or we could just change the name of the One Calls the Heart segment to One Calls the Hickam. Yeah, we. I mean, we really we love Hickam. I apologize for everyone who's like, please move on past Hickam. He wasn't even in this episode. <laughs> He wasn't even in this episode. You guys, not even like, oh, they didn't give him any lines, but he was at the dance. No, he was not in it. He was hiding from Rosemary because he broke Lee's heart last episode. Okay. And then she's going to put him to like doubly work. Mm -hmm. But like, I was, I can't even begin to tell you how mad I was. A lot. That's how I can begin to tell you. Very disappointing. So, yes. if you work for One Calls the Heart, please give us more Hickam in season seven. Yeah, like a or lot more. if you're Hickam and your name is actually Ben Rosenbaum, <laughs> please come on the podcast for an yes. interview so we can talk yes. about where Hickam was. <laughs> it's all I got. Those girls. <laughs> I 
Hashtag where's Hickam? Hashtag where is Hickam? Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's I off can't... registering for his campaign as mayor. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. He, he he's making Hamilton. signs. Mm-hmm. Making signs. Mm-hmm. Maybe off getting a girlfriend. It would be amazing. Okay, I'm sorry. It would be so amazing <laughs> if Hickam shows up in the, the first episode of season seven and he's like, while I was gone to Olsen City, I can't think of any of the cities in the show's name, uh, I got married. This is my wife, Beatrice. <laughs> Beatrice. If that happens, I would be I'll very be happy. Yes. I would scream with joy. Me too. <laughs> Yes. I just All want right. him to be happy. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> Apparently it is. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, sorry. sorry. We're back to the yes. Founder's Day Carnival. And so, what do you guys think about the Founder's Day Carnival? I think the founders would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be a quote that's going to be on another t-shirt of ours. Yes. No, only if the Hardys win the t-shirt contest, which is we're selling t-shirts, hashtag Hardys. And if the Hardys out buy the postables who are currently winning, then we will make Hardys stuff for you to buy. Go Hardys, go. Yes. And like, do because you think that this hashtag Hickam shirt was the only thing that I had in my brain? No way, Jose. So many things. Yes. And Rachel won't let us put them on the website <laughs> unless they win. So please, please buy them. So I can only buy so many stickers. And her little head's going to explode if we don't win parties. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, go to the store. Buy some Anyways. stuff. <laughs> and I even got Rachel to agree that any Hickam shirt that you buy counts towards the Hardee's thing. Not just so the hashtag Hardee's. So... Come on, you guys. Get on the ball, y'all. Okay, so speaking of that quote, Nathan. Nathan, Nathan, Nathan. Bless his heart. <laughs> do you mean that in the Southern way? Or do you mean yeah, like, that's a legit southern, mean? Like, bless, bless his, his heart. Or, like, he needs help. Yeah, bless his little heart. Poor Nathan. But did you guys notice Allie's face? <laughs> yeah, she was so funny. She was like, I love her. Uncle Nathan, you have zero game. Like, <laughs> and the shade like, she threw Lucas was perfect too about the hammer. Yeah, I do actually really like that. I feel like Allie. I don't. I don't even know that Nathan knows that he likes Elizabeth yet, but I'm pretty sure Allie knows that he mm-hmm. likes Elizabeth. Oh, and Allie I like totally that knows. She is fully on board, and she is going for it. Because baby Jack would be her. <clears throat> brother so i would be all for it it would be a very yeah. complicated situation her brother cousin <laughs> brother cousin <laughs> yeah brother cousin step brother cousin but we'll just call him brother cousin that's too many step adds too much yeah that's true too but they would be so cute together a little family oh <laughs> i, I need her. this now <laughs> <laughs> But legit, though, that girl is so talented. Like, her facial expressions are on point. So, way to go, Jada. That's her name, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Jada. She's awesome. 
And speaking of really cute kids who are talented and the best, can we talk about unnamed in the show, but really named Sebastian? Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. I can't handle it. Can I just say how, like, so disappointed. I was so hoping this was some random orphan that just stumbled upon the little carnival and was lost and his parents were dead. It's so sad to say, I know, but... He would have been perfect for Rosemary and Lee. I mean, he even looks a little bit like both of them in a really mm-hmm. odd way. We were, the universe has never wished that somebody's parents were dead more than everybody who watched that show. Like, I tweeted something similar, like, about this. And it has gotten a lot of play on in Twitter. And that's because everybody was like, this kid's adorable. He's cute with Pascal Hutton. Hello, Pascal. Uh, let's please put them as a family. And then suddenly it was like, oh, my parents, they're over there. No. no! I know. <laughs> Unless he was pointing to some graves, then I was disappointed. True. <laughs> yeah. He is bad. so adorable. I could just eat him up. Yeah. Oh so cute. And... That was mean, Hallmark. It was oh. so mean. Riders, why did you do that to us? That you already toyed with, you already broke our hearts with Rosemary and Lee and their inability to have children. And you tease us. It's like dangling a piece of delicious meat in front of us just to take it away. First Millie <sighs> and her sister in the Christmas movie. And then now this little boy at the... Yeah. Breaking uh, hearts. I know. Breaking hearts, Hallmark. Why? So, can we talk about Kevin? Who's <laughs> <Yes>, Kevin? <laughs> exactly. You're talking so, about Kevin the blacksmith? Yeah. Kevin the okay. blacksmith. Okay, let's talk I about thought... Kevin the blacksmith, who is played by Clayton Chitty, I guess. Except mm-hmm. for, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Clayton oh. Chitty's character a pottery guy? Hmm. See... I was very confused because I thought their blacksmith was, was the black man in the Christmas movie, right? Yeah, he was yeah. elderly, and mm-hmm. he and they mentioned him earlier in season six, or no, it was the Christmas movie. Yeah, you're right because mm-hmm. he he uh, fixed the horseshoe mm-hmm. for Lillian and Grace. Yeah, and then we have Kevin. And for a second there, I literally thought that they messed up and they, because I said, Kevin, Kevin McGarry? Why, what? That, is this a blooper? And then they said, Kevin the blacksmith. And I'm like, wait a second, who's the blacksmith? And you didn't even get to see Clayton Chitty's face. I didn't even know it was Clayton Chitty until he said that. You saw his face when he smiled. And he was like, yes, of course, Fiona. We'll be dancing. It was like the side of his face. To be fair, they never explicitly said Fiona asked the blacksmith, but who else would she ask? It wouldn't make sense for her to just ask someone else. That is true. Mm -hmm. It's true. Anyway, so the only thing that could possibly be is the blacksmith retired and the pottery guy took over. There you go. Because don't you remember the episode where, like, the railroad wasn't coming in and they were all like, oh, we're not getting any of our supplies. And Clayton Chitty was like, oh, my potter's wheel is stuck in transit or something. He said something very just, and I was like, hold on, Mr. Pottery Guy. 
who are you? Because that's when I found out who Clayton Chitty was. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'll have to rewatch that episode. Yeah, you know, I kind of that was back the when railroad Katie was still in town in my mind. Because Katie Yost was representing Ned Yost in that argument about mm-hmm. not having any supplies. Ooh, okay, yep, it's coming. It's coming back. It's, it's coming, coming back. back now. I can see it now. Yep. But anyway, I guess his name's Kevin, and he has changed professions, but he's still real handsome. Truth. Yeah. Well, then we need a little bit more of him, too. Yes. Okay, new idea. When calls the heart. Hmm. You know, you're, you're experimenting with over-the-top delivery. That's what it's called when you do it online, over-the-top. Um, so that's what you're doing with When Hope Calls. Picture this mini episodes on Hallmark Movies Now with some of these side characters. Make the people who are like, oh, let's learn more about Kevin. Give Kevin his own 30-minute episode. Whoa, people want to know about Hickam. Give Hickam his own little TV series. That would be the per- that, that would be perfect. Yeah. That would be amazing. Like, so what, what we really it? need is for when Hope calls to call to be really successful. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it will be, though. Yeah. And what would they call it? Stories from Hope Valley. Boom. Get yourself a job, Amber. <laughs> I have a job, but it's not related to this. <laughs> that With would be Walmart. a that would be awesome. We are yeah. so off topic, by the way. <laughs> Where did we start from? I mean, we were the talking dance. about the Founders Day Carnival, but, you know, I digress. Well, no big deal. This is all about Hope Valley. It's our podcast. We can talk about what we want. We can rabbit trail. And, yeah, we're going to rabbit trail about stories from Hope Valley. All the side characters. Ned, uh, not Ned. Well, yeah. Let's Ned? talk about that real quick. <laughs> Ned Yost and his elopement with Flo, and Katie Yost in her secret romance with uh, Murphy, and how they went to the lake and never came back. And like, did Murphy kill Katie Yost? <laughs> that would be like Murphy. the dark tales from her Hope Valley, <laughs> but you know, that uh, would be Kat- the Hallmark movies and mystery. There you movie. go. Oh, yeah, perfect, perfect. Perfection. See? We can we do so many this. things. Another brand. I, I dig it. All they right. could just have an entire <laughs> channel that was like Hallmark movies and mysteries, Hallmark drama, Hallmark parties. <laughs> and then go. it would just be all new content about One Calls the Heart. Yeah. All Behind the, the scenes. Oh, yes. All the bloopers. Oh, yeah. I live for bloopers, man. I love the bloopers. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're busy enough. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't have real loves. No. Yeah. They got time. Okay. Alrighty. So, <laughs> back to what are we talking about? The <laughs> Founders Day Carnival. <laughs> the strong man competition? So, yeah, and we already so did the strong We talked man. about the strong uh, man competi- competition, Rosemary and the Random Boy. Uh, Kevin the blacksmith, Clara and the hair booth. Clara and <laughs> the hair booth. Okay. <laughs> so, Clara, 
well, I don't understand what was hard about that hair. I know. I was like, what was because all you have to do is you just, just pin. You just pin. circle and pin. Circle yeah. and pin. It's not hard. So it's if she hard. can't be trusted, she did not have that, she is a failure. <laughs> and like, honestly, Florence's hair wasn't that bad. It's just that she had left like two random weird pieces coming forward. <laughs> It was such a random thing, but it made me laugh because she just Florence is Florence, and she looked slightly ridiculous with her. Can we talk about something else important? Yeah, and now we've had the rise of Floyo. But where is Molly? Molly was at the baptism. Yeah, Mm -hmm. was barely. She was there just as much as. Lori Laughlin was. <laughs> no, seriously though, you guys, Molly has been in like none of these stories. Do you think she yeah. could have been available for like race shapes and stuff? Maybe, but mm-hmm. I have been I have been missing Floyo. Mm-hmm. Flomo. Flomo, <laughs> not missing Floyo. That's there in spades. Um, but no, yeah, I've been missing Flo Mo, but yeah, we have a resolution for how we can deal with the Flo-Yo thing and keep Molly in the mixed. Would you like to tell the audience what our plan is for Molly's future? Molly, dear sweet Molly. She has now become dear sweet team golly. <laughs> Good golly. Good golly. Caroline, what is that? <laughs> Gowan and Molly. That's right, you guys. We over here on the good ship make up a ship have decided that we want nothing more than Henry Gowan and Molly last name to fall in love and become hashtag team golly. First of all, it's a great name. Yes. Whoever came up with it was a brilliant person. So brilliant. So brilliant. (laughs) But also, I mean, that could work because now we don't really know where Henry's storyline's going, right? He's just sort of, like, been finally vindicated, which I've been preaching for years. Years. Everyone, you guys know. Mm -hmm. Have I been like, he didn't do anything wrong. Not just this time. But any of the times, except for, like, maybe accepted a bribe to get the... Actually, he didn't even accept a bribe. With the... He bribed the railroad. Mm-hmm. He did bribe the railroad. Ultimately yeah. helped the town. But whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but he... He didn't do anything wrong. And I just... I... When that came out, Justice and I was like... for Gowan. Yes! I, I, it's too bad that I wasn't filming myself because I was like, I got up and I was like walking around my house all pumped. I was like, yes, they did. Yes, he did. He didn't do anything wrong. Leave him alone, Phil. I was so, I loved it. That was a good scene. It and was he, a good scene. Martin Cummins acted the. That was the best I've ever that seen. That was him. really good. And then also the scene between him and Aaron. Yes, that was so I'm powerful. sure it was um, initially going to be an Abigail scene, but, mm-hmm. but I still. loved it anyway. Oh, it was so good. About it moving was very, on, too. I was like, oh. Yeah, and very vulnerable for both mm-hmm. of them. And 
oddly enough, I mean, obviously they had to tweak it, but it worked. Like mm-hmm. the dialogue worked because they both had something that they needed to like stop living in the past. They both went through a tragedy, one that he caused, one that she went through. He did not but cause I, it. I well, he kind of caused all the self guilt on himself by not okay. standing up. But but aside, like let's be, let's be honest. Like let's say you worked at a garage. Okay. Oh wait, as 100%. an accountant. If okay. I were in Henry's shoes, I would be. I would hold that guilt too. Because me too. Uh, no, 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 no. Listen. Like, let's say you worked in a mechanic's garage, but you were an accountant, and you like kind of knew some car stuff, and you you knew that like <clears throat> the lift, the jack or whatever that lifts up the cars. You're like, I think that looks kind of funny. And then the people who work on it every day, or like the owner came in and they were like, "No, it's fine," and you're like. Are you sure? And they're like, yeah, leave it alone. And you're like, okay, I guess. And then the next day it smushes three people. Like, you would kind of be like, oh, I probably should have done something. But it wasn't your fault. That's true. That's the same situation with Henry, except Mm -hmm. for larger. Because Henry, he wasn't, Mm -hmm. like, a structural engineer. He literally was, like, in charge of managing payroll and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So Noah Mm -hmm. came to him with his concerns. Noah being Abigail's late husband and then he forwarded them and they were like it's fine the matter's closed and he was like okay move forward mm-hmm. yeah which it- indicates there was the mining company was under someone's pocket mm-hmm. because Gowan lost that trial mm-hmm. yeah he, he lost the trial he did he did. He lost the trial, and he the mining company because it was the Gowan and the mining company versus the town, mm-hmm. and they lost the trial because they had to pay for all the widows and widow and all of their stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the mining company lost because they didn't make the repairs, mm-hmm. and Gowan but was Gowan charge, was not found yeah. responsible for that. He was found responsible for that because he was part of the mining company. No, that's like saying no, that the manager still, of the McDonald's is in yeah, trouble. But he, yeah, but he was still part of that. He didn't separate himself from the mining company. What he should have done, because he says he chose the mining company over his fam- his friends and his um, neighbors. He, what he should have done back then is he should have turned against the mining company and stood with the town. Mm-hmm. So in him not sticking with the town, he had self-inflicted guilt because he stuck with the mining company. But he was sticking with the mining company because he was trying to save the town. Because if you recall, do you know what the town's job was before the mining company closed? Literally just mining. That's all anyone did for their jobs. So when the mining company had to pay out all those widows, the mining company closed. Mm-hmm. And, and Lee came. Nobody had jobs, but thank heavens for Lee. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. But he was like, I really feel like Henry Gowan was like, if I'm going to keep this town afloat, I got to stick with the mining company because it's the only thing funding the town. Mm. Mm. I can see that. I think his loyalties were off then. 
I do. I will fight because you about that one every day. <laughs> hey, I you want to yeah, Let's that. have a special. Okay, we're going to, this is taking going to take too long. This podcast is going to be 18 hours. We will have in the off season, a special Henry oh. Gowan episode where we will go back and we will watch oh, every episode and we will talk about it. The end. That way I won't just keep talking about it. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. I have to think back to, because I was like, okay, first, what happened back then? Okay, yes. Okay, yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but in, from my question was just, why did it take so long for this to come out? Yeah, I was wondering about that too. Like, reasons. I mean, I understand if it's the self-inflicted guilt. I mean, that's not something you just like wake up and say, oh, you know what? I'm going to confess this, that I'm feeling these, these things or whatever. Like, it's going to find you out. But why didn't we know for six years? Did they just randomly decide, oh, we need a real redemption story for Gowan because last year's ep- or him having, you know, jail time wasn't good enough. I mean, it was great. I like see, I like, see, I like Gowan because I like seeing growth in characters. I don't mm-hmm. like seeing someone stagnant. That's kind of where I lost steam with Mountie Jack is because he was like the same character. He was very stagnant to me. Mm-hmm. I like seeing his romance with Elizabeth Blossom, but as a character, he's very kind of boring. Same with Abigail. I always yes. found her just very stagnant, very like, okay, yeah, oh, same yeah. old. But with Gowan, I find him very fascinating because I see his growth. Mm-hmm. And he what he had a very unhealthy personality in the beginning, but he's grown out of that and he's become a very interesting and very um like deep person you don't just see this grumpy old guy you know yeah bill kind it's starting to kind of intrigue me because he's starting to become kind of an old fart not gonna lie (laughs) will be very interesting when he and gowan are sitting on the front porch of abby elf cafe drinking scotch or whatever but um I mean, I'm not arguing that Gowan is a bad person. I'm just saying that he has self-inflicted guilt. And I think that's where his fault comes in. Mm-hmm. But that's I honestly, I'm not going to say anymore because we're going to do a special podcast. <laughs> and I just, I, it will take too long if I talk about it right now. Legit make me watch six seasons of When Calls the Heart over again. I mean, you don't have to, but you'll just be less prepared for the debate. (laughs) There you go. Okay, then. So, hashtag Hardee's. I need you guys to either come to me or Amber's defense, because apparently we're going to trial again. (laughs) Can I be the judge? No. Sure. (laughs) Caroline will just pick Casey, because she likes her more than me. (laughs) Caroline is not impartial. I, I we need not. an impartial judge. So if you want to be an impartial judge and I you like Gowan though. I like Gowan. Well. Yeah. I like Gowan. I like Gowan too. No. <laughs> I liked it when he was bad. I don't know when he was bad. Amber's gonna reach in my iPad and like strangle me. I'm literally not <laughs> saying anything. <laughs> okay. But let's talk about these lines that I wrote. He says, I chose the mining company over my friends and neighbors in this town. That made me sad. 
-hmm. And then he said, I didn't do enough, Elizabeth. And she says, it is not your fault. And then she repeats herself. Like she emphasizes that it really wasn't his fault. And then this is the part that I think got us all like, oh, I think it's time to stop living in the past. It's time to move on. And Gallon says, I don't know how. And Elizabeth feels him. Like she feels how he feels because she's been there. And I thought that was a very beautiful moment. It was. Anyways, it will be interesting to see Henry in season seven. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And then we also, so we haven't gotten to talk about Grace and Spencer. Let's talk about that real quick. So they're still living at Rosemary and Lee's for the time being. Um, We find out Spencer is still very, he's still shaken from his parents' death. So he runs away. And everybody goes to look for him. But who is the hero and finds him? Carson. Carson. So I saw this on Twitter. This is an interesting thought. Carson and Grace. This is the problem with, okay, this is the problem with Paul Green. I feel like he has such great romantic chemistry with everyone except for Andrea Brooks because I don't feel it. So that's what I think makes me not want Team Infirmary to live because I'm like, are you kidding me? We could have had this. We could have had this. And I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. But, but you like them because you I see like chemistry with Grace and Carson. Yes. I, I could feel it. Yeah, I could feel it. I mean, I wasn't too high on it, but <laughs> Amber's making fun of us now. Elizabeth didn't even think Nathan was in the room. Mm. Mm. I'm for this. I'm for this. I'm Team Nathan. Because you know, there's the people who are like, she chose Lucas, and then she felt mad because Nathan saw. She was mm-hmm. like, sorry, poor Lucas. And then my favorite part of the whole thing was when Lucas was like, <clears throat> I'm the big guy on campus. And Elizabeth's like, no, you're not. <laughs> Interesting. And then, okay, one more thing I have to say about this. I actually think that if she had danced with Nathan, it would have been worse for Nathan in the long run with Elizabeth. Uh, expound upon that. All right. So Elizabeth's not ready to go there yet, right? Everybody mm-hmm. can agree. Elizabeth's like, I just had a baby and my husband just died. But she's, you know, like she said, she's like, I'm getting ready to put away love. And I believe it was you, Casey, on Twitter, Mm -hmm. who said, Elizabeth's, like, afraid to go there with Nathan. Mm -hmm. Because, Mm -hmm. you know. He's a Mountie. Well, he's a Mountie, and I think she actually really likes him. Because he's, like, the best with the baby. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that Elizabeth even, like, knew that she had feelings for Nathan. Or maybe she didn't even have them. But I'm pretty sure when she saw him playing with Baby Jack, yes. she was mm-hmm. like, oh, God. Yeah. I thought, I'm like, I'm in love with Shoot, Baby Jack. Shoot, I would be. <laughs> I was. I, I did. I, I went, did that. Oh, like, Seeing a guy with a kid is like, whew. And, like, mm-hmm. legitimately, Kevin McGarry made that baby giggle. Mm-hmm. 
That was that's like that was 110 video. points extra right there. Mm-hmm. And just saying. Like, okay, and remember when Lucas was like, yeah, I'm going to show a six-month-year-old a book. He's going to love this. Books that don't even have pictures yet because it was the 1915s. Come on, Lucas. <laughs> anyway, but I kind of feel like this is the first time where Elizabeth was kind of like, oh. And I think part of her face where she was looking at him when she was seeing him at the christening was her mm-hmm. being like, Ooga! oh, no. I can't feel this way. That's betraying Jack in his memory. Right? Mm-hmm. And she was, I just think that once she goes there, she knows it's going to be the real thing with Nathan. Mm-hmm. And that's why she was like, please don't let this ruin things. Mm. Anyway, I don't know. But I really think that, like, if she had danced with Nathan, it would have been too much too soon for her, and she would have pulled away and also, shut down. This article it's very true. That um, they did with E.T., the showrunner Afonso did with um, E.T., and he said before he even wrote season one of season episode one of season six he wanted it to end with her dancing with lucas and giving that look to nathan so that was like the whole just of the season was that moment so Mm, interesting very interesting so here was my take on that whole thing uh did you bring your graphics in your uh powerpoint presentation that would be a negative but I'll make it short and sweet. (laughs) Um, So when Elizabeth, quote unquote, chooses to dance with Lucas, which I guess she made a choice, whatever, I didn't see it as romantic. Mm -mm. I honestly just saw it as, you know what? This guy's been really nice to me. He saved my life, kind of, ish. He bought, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, that's why I said ish. That's why I said ish. He, he got he got the library. He's nice to my son. I'm feeling a little brave. I think I'm going to dance with them. But with very, very not romantic. I did not get any ooh, sparks. I, I did not see any sparks. I simply just saw a woman who is taking the first step into you know, not opening her heart necessarily, but just having this feeling. Dancing, yeah. dancing with someone who is not her husband. Mm-hmm. Like, just getting out there again. Like, little tiny baby step. I did not see any romantic thing. I think it was like testing the waters. Like, okay, if I can dance with Lucas, I can dance with anybody. Yay! Mm-hmm. I, I did not see any romance. And, too, before all these hashtag team Lucas people go up and well, my Twitter. I was Team Lucas in the beginning. Like I was like, I was, okay, we need I was someone who is not a Mountie. Mm-hmm. And this was a base. This was me just basing it off of their care, like who they were. Like he's a Mountie. He's a saloon owner. I would rather her go with him. But my mind, I, I, I have not really seen the whole spark. Yeah, I haven't seen a spark before. I, I don't know. I've not seen many sparks with Lucas. I see the sparks more with Nathan. He would have done a loop and he was milling by the door. She wouldn't have gotten to Nathan. And I also think you're right in the fact that it would have been too soon. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I don't think that she like honestly I don't think she would have asked Nathan because it would have meant more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think she wanted Nathan to think that it was something. Okay, but back but to Lucas being all like, "Oh, I was trying everything I could to keep you safe." Shenanigans no. on that right there because when Captain chief ty i don't know what what was his name in the show amos famous amos Amos. (laughs) he was on battlestar galactica and he was chief ty anyway um so which when he came on i was like Uh, nobody else cared um when he was getting the money out of the safe if he was actually trying to keep elizabeth safe he wouldn't have gone for the gun Mm mm-hmm Mm. He would have just handed over the money, but he was trying to keep his money safe. Oh, by going with the gun. Mm. That's true. Because anytime you bring in another gun, that's just adding like more opportunity for her to be caught in the crossfire. That is true. That's true. Yeah. Dang it, Lucas. So I'm just saying, like, he did not Mm. really save her. He no, Nathan saved her. Uh, yeah. I no, think and, and not everyone agrees. Her. Nathan saved her. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then she saved Nathan by being like, don't shoot Nathan. Right. But he re- like, really, when Lucas was pulling that shenanigans, like, I would never have let him hurt you. I was doing everything I could to keep you safe. I was like, no, you weren't. It made me really irritated. And he called himself a hero. I'm like, you don't call yourself a hero, dude. I was confused by that. Well, he was, I think he was saying because he wrote, he went into the fire to save his friend, allegedly, and according to him. Mm Mm-hmm. We didn't Mm. see it happen. We don't know. It's true. Until we see that person and hear that story from that lady, I'm going to be a little suspicious. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I could also see a moment where he was like, all of my money's in that building. I'll get that money. Also, here's the girl. I'll take her out. That's true. Not that there's anything wrong with liking money. (laughs) (laughs) One more piece of very important news for Hope Valley. There is a new couple, engaged couple, in town. Oh my goodness! I'm so excited for them! That was a cute proposal. I know! It was so sweet! Did you see Jesse breaking with all the traditions? Like, no candles, no twinkle lights. It was amazing. It was perfect! It really was. It was very sweet. It was so sweet. Will you dance with me? For the rest of your life. Oh my god. Oh. Oh, and I also loved a couple of things about Claire. First of all, he did good on that rain. Mm-hmm. It was pretty. Second of all, did you all notice that Clara was wearing the little short skirts? Oh, <laughs> it was skirt. Rosemary. Did you see? Well, not not at the dance, but at the fair, Rosemary was wearing the short skirt. Oh, I didn't notice that at the the fair. Can't now I need to I, watch it. Again. I noticed Clara in her um, outfit when mm-hmm. she got engaged. It was so cute. I loved her outfit. And mm-hmm. her hair was perfect. It was very um, cute. But I, I will say, this season, I've not been terribly high on Jesse and Clara, just with the whole shenanigans of Gowan or whatnot. I've liked them before in the past. But this was like, this was such a sweet moment for them. 
mm-hmm. and such a perfect way for them to get engaged. So, yeah, and, and I also like, think that like the Gowan Jesse stuff was a little bit irritating, but it lasted just as long as it possibly like should. it didn't take it didn't overstay its welcome. Mm-hmm. It it happened, and then Clara supported Jesse through it. We've all moved on. Mm-hmm. I totally approve of that. I didn't know. Yes. Yes. So do we think that they're going to have a Christmas wedding? Yes. You do? Because I do not. I think the wedding will be the finale of season seven. Mm. I say wedding and first birthday for baby Jack. I think first birthday for baby Jack, no wedding. Mm. That would make sense. Oh, I would like a wedding. I would love a Hope Valley Christmas wedding. Because we haven't had one. Mm-hmm. So it's it true. needs to happen. And they'd be a cute couple to have it with. Mm-hmm. And then have so. all of season seven then married. Yeah. We need more married couples in Hope mm-hmm. Valley. Mm-hmm. I know some guy who's eligible and he could get a wife. His name is mm-hmm. Michael Hickam. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more thing though. I think we can all, all three of us on this podcast can agree that the best choice for Elizabeth to have danced with at the it's, dance was Henry. Hey, oh, yes! Yeah. I was like, I, I, I tweeted she, it out. I thought she was going to dance with Henry. I really did. It would have <laughs> been the right choice to have mm-hmm. them, like, to have her, like, walk by Lucas and pass him, and then Lucas would be like, oh! And you'd think that she was walking towards Nathan at the door, but then oh, she passed him and she like went and was like, Henry, will you dance with me? And brought him back inside. That would have been so sweet. I thought that's what they were going to do. That's what I was like. That's what I was hoping too. I was very disappointed. I audibly groaned. Because the, the way they, like, they were building it up, she just mm-hmm. talked to Nate or to um, Henry. To yeah. yeah. And I'm like, she's going to dance with him. And then we won't know if she's Team Nathan or Team Lucas. Yeah. That would have been perfect. So I felt the right. Also, um, who was Carson dancing with? Was he dancing was with Carson? Was Carson even there? I mean, I believe he was there in the earlier shots, or at least in one of the earlier shots of the, episode, of the dance scene. But he was mm-hmm. not dancing with anyone in the wide shots. Hmm. He's loyal to Faith. Oh, maybe he left. Maybe he left. Oh, yeah. That would have been a cute thing for her to dance with Carson, too. Also, who was the lady who was in charge of Abigail's cafe? I was wondering that. Oh, yeah, I was wondering about that, too. Taking orders. Coffee. (laughs) Random waitress. (laughs) She wouldn't have coffee, Elizabeth. Uh, Yeah. I need some (laughs) things. Stranger. On and on. I know. You have stayed with us for this long. Thank you so much. You need a medal. It's been a ridiculous episode. I guarantee you that we missed a lot of stuff. And if there's stuff that we missed, please tweet at us or send it to our email or call the um, the phone number and leave us your feedback so we can talk about it on the feedback show on Friday. Um, we make that podcast on Thursday, so you have to get it to us by Thursday. Um, and if you want to do that, just reply to the thread where we ask for your feedback or send it at Hallmarkies Podcast, hashtag Feedback Friday, 
um, or email it to feedback at hallmarkiespodcast.com or please give us a call. The number is area code 801-855-6407. Once again, that's 801-855-6407. And you can leave a voicemail for us and we'll play it on the podcast and you'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm basically famous. Please. It's a lot of fun. Actually, I was not part of last week's feedback friday and i was listening as a listener and i was like crying i was, I was crying. laughing so hard because it was just so funny and it's not scripted it's not it's literally all of us in our natural habitats. and if you want to see like fight night between rachel and amber that's a great way to do it too <laughs> i'm just kidding the banter is fun that's all i'm saying Okay. <laughs> um, so real quick, we have a few comments. Um, Stacey Matthews says, really loved how Lee told Rosie the town was her family. I am sure I can think of a handful of people that would fit that description of caring about community. And it kind of was an homage to the Hardys and Hallmarkies. You stuck with us. We stick with you. Season seven bound. And Riddle says, if I have to choose just one part, it would have to be the Hashtag Team Classy Engagement, however, as her, her favorite. However, Team Classy, Team Culture, and Team Coltlin, a.k.a. Lee and Jesse, really hit the nail on the head this season. Outstanding performances by these actors. Um, oh, and Stacey Matthews also adds to her comment, the big reveal of Henry was one of her favorites. The scene with Elizabeth and Henry talking about loss, but not talking about it, was some great acting. Hashtag Hardys. Hashtag Hallmarkies. So those are some comments and since we've gone like way over time we may read the rest of them on feedback friday so. feedback friday doo, doo, doo. maybe i'll come up with a theme song for it that that wasn't it that was, that just was <laughs> that was great <laughs> so final thoughts in season six I thought it was one of the best seasons yet. Like, I, I like how it was more about the community than it was, you know, like, like season one was about community, I think, and mm-hmm. season six was about community, and I like that. I'm going to honestly say I feel like the season was a little uneven, which the first half of the season was a little bit meh. And then the second half of the season was outstanding. That and is I true. don't want to make any commentaries on why I believe that's the case, but I really feel that way. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought they were off to a great start um, with season six. And I thought, I think they did an amazing job with what they had to deal with. And I think it made the show better. I because we did see all the community and we, it was, the storylines were all evened out. Mm-hmm. Like everybody who's been a key player since the beginning has had some kind of storyline growth, mm-hmm. new beginnings, changes, and it's it's just so nice to see. Um, and then last question of the night: hopes, dreams, predictions for season seven. And go. Oh, she chooses Nathan. And they live happily ever after with Allie and JJ. I really hope that they figure out a way to bring back Cody 
because I really liked him. I liked being able to see his relationship with Robert. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm really hoping they can figure out some way to do that, whether that's, you know, making Abigail's absence more permanent. Maybe that's saying that, like, she's sending him back while she's still doing things because of X, Y, and Z. Like, maybe he got in trouble wherever she went. Got in with a bad crowd, so she's sending him back to Hope Valley to be with his friends, and he comes back and he's like a bad boy. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> like, like maybe he like stole something from the mercantile wherever he was, and so now he's like a troubled youth, and he tries to get Robert to do bad things, and Elizabeth's like, no, don't. Um, you guys, I just thought of that right now, and I'm that was really excited about that plan. <laughs> okay. So then, obviously, I also feel like Abigail will write back and say, I'm not going to be able to come back because it's going to take longer. I'm going to mm-hmm. need to resign as mayor. And I think they need to have an election. And I feel like Henry needs to convince Hickam to run. Mm-hmm. I don't even care if he wins. I just want there to be an election where Hickam runs and maybe somebody else like Molly or Florence oh. or Dottie. Dottie 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 hasn't been on the show for 17 years okay I really want there to be an election I really want it to be like dramatic and like Hickam's tricked into trying to run it'll be amazing and like Rosemary could try Rosemary could be the campaign manager I think Rosemary would be against Hickam Oh. oh Because of the betrayal. So she'll wrestle up some, like, somebody else to run up Mm. against him. That would be even better. That would be fun to watch. Like, imagine, picture this. (laughs) Henry convinces Hickam to run for mayor. Mm -hmm. So he does. Unopposed, he thinks he'll just take the, it'll be good. And then Rosemary's like, oh, no, you didn't. Not after the way you left Lee. And then she convinces Florence to run for mayor. (laughs) That would be perfect. Brazenly manipulative. It would be so amazing. (laughs) But then who would you want to be mayor? Still Hickam? I don't even care. The race is all that matters, right? Mm -hmm. That could be the entirety of season seven. And the election is the finale. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> it ends on a cliffhanger where there's, like, a tied vote. And then we'd have to have a season eight. Yes. Yep. There you go. We got it. Alrighty. Okay. So those are basically my dreams. We have an adopted a kid. baby. See, I don't feel like that's a hope or a dream. I feel like that's an inevitability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I true, mean, they're especially gonna be, since they're going to be on when Hope calls. Yep. Yeah, the real question is, who are they going to bring back with them from when Girl Hope Girl or boy? Do you think it's going to be the Spencer kid or the two girls? I hope it's Charlotte sisters? and Millie. That'd be so cute. Yeah. Mm. Or okay, they're going to, you know what? They're going to come home with five kids. Because I don't think they that's, that. that's what Lee said when they were having their marriage counseling. And he was like, oh, have you talked about kids? And Lee's like, we want five. And where Rosemary's like, we don't want any. And then she's like, <laughs> five? you want five kids? He was like, yeah, don't you? And she was like, mm, 
Don't you know what it, what's in those diapers? Children are so sticky. Yeah, so except funny. for now they're getting fully grown, undiapered children. Exactly. And that's why I think they're going to come back with five kids. That'd be perfect. They're going to come back with all those, all those sweet little children. Millie, the sister, Spencer, another cute little random boy, and the little girl, the other little girl that stayed at their house. Mm-hmm. They, with the little dresses, and they came down, they're like Christmas present, Christmas past, and Christmas future. Mm-hmm. All three of them. Yes. All of them. So three girls and two boys. Yeah, three girls and two boys. It's going to be a darling. Rosemary's going to be in over her head. We need a bigger house. They're going to, yeah, they're going to need a bigger house. So the land is going to be like given to Rosemary and Lee, I guess, because sure, why not? And they're going to have the bigger house. You guys, I figured out the three boys and two girls. The three girls that stayed at their house. Spencer and Cody. Oh, oh yeah. Cody. Boom. There you go. There's the second boy, guys. <laughs> and if it comes true, you heard it here first. Yes. And if it doesn't come here true, wouldn't that have been fun? <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, it has been super fun chatting with y'all about season six, when Club the Heart. We are looking forward to when Hope Calls, which premieres in august yay and And i'm super curious to find out if this is going to be like a netflix release or like a hulu release where we get the episodes once a week or are we going to get all of the episodes in one big lump Mm. i hope it's once a week i think it's gonna be once a week because that's how they do um all the other series i hope it's in one big lump Mm. that'd be easier that's because i'm a binger y'all yep i'm a binger Mm-hmm. You don't but get arms like these the by not watching TV all day. <laughs> <laughs> so, where can people find you, Caroline? At on Twitter at Nita Caroline R. And I am at Hallmark My Words on Twitter, and Amber, you can wrap it up for us. Yes, I am at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. And then you can also find the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod on Twitter and at Hallmarkies, Hob- at Hallmarkies Podcast on Instagram. You can also find us at our website, hallmarkiespodcast.com, which has links to all of our sites. You can find us on YouTube. Please remember to send in your information about Feedback Friday. All of that's going to be down in the description. We'll also probably tweet all that information out. So please send us your feedback. And if you can't get enough of this and all these shenanigans, you want want some inside scoop. The only way to get to all the delicious goodness, including a live group watching of the Wedding March 5 movie, you got to become a patron. There's only one way. You guys, till next season of One Calls the Heart. Farewell. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.